Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> our, our smoking segment. Smoking around. Lauren... Smoking around. Yeah. Smoking around. <laughs> where Lauren talks about smoking neats and I talk about cigs. I, I, I don't talk about anything. Cause talk I'm about smoking uncool. pole because you're gay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so glad I, I pressed record for this. File that away in the HR file for when we finally get our union. Yeah, yeah. we finally found <laughs> agreements against Jane. <laughs> so welcome back to Hang Around. It's Matic Around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane. With me as always is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Yo. Yo, indeed. Well, <laughs> got some fun fun stuff to talk about today. That's right, everyone. The news is in. Uh, we're as shocked as anyone. Geraldo Perdomo is going to start the season of the Dimeback shortstop. Wow. Thank God we finally have closure. So, so Our long national this. nightmare is over. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, there's fun stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about. We Wacky, have, wild week. Yeah, we're yeah. only a couple days after pitchers and catchers reporting, and there's some fun stuff to talk about already. So much crazy news, like the Phillies signing Whit Merrifield. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that team okay. needed a twink. That that team needed a little twink to balance out. Is Whit Merrifield a twink? No, but compared to the rest of them, oh, he's true. a baseball twink. Sure, like as far as baseball players go in 2024. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's fair. In the context of like the Philadelphia Phillies all being like six foot six. 275 pound like walls of muscle yeah like we talked about that before there's like you know there's no such thing as a twink in major league baseball in the traditional sense the traditional yeah. definition Tr- of a Trey twink. turner is right there i that, <laughs> still don't think that's a twink he's too for for real life that's not a twink i think it's too big whatever i'll defer to you you're the gay one after all Trey turner is six foot two whit merrifield is five eleven i'm just saying okay <laughs> well we have a couple of places we could start here let's let's stick with what we've actually learned at spring training itself which is that these new uniforms some Ugh. shit <laughs> they are fanatic, fucking bad not fanatic good not really fanatic good fanatic yeah. evil the company yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fanatic F- with an fanatic F- evil with an f the way that it's <laughs> supposed to be spelled yeah. these new uniforms just they look like they're like someone in the, the club i think i'm convinced someone in the clubhouse has to like press on the on the lettering themselves. Like these are yeah. not coming from the manufacturer mm. like that. They got one guy with an iron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sincerely think that's what's happening. Uh, who could have seen this coming? <laughs> yeah. Who, that... who could have seen <laughs> who could have foreseen that yeah. fanatics taking this over would be a disaster and that the jerseys would look like shit and feel apparently like shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Other than everyone who's been involved with any sport, yeah, yeah, that the the patches on a bunch of them like aren't embroidery; they're fucking scr- like screen printed. Just uh-huh. look terrible, and like charging one hundred and seventy five dollars these new jerseys <laughs> to, to to people, and they're like they're they're like DH Gate. They're terrible. <laughs> no, DH Gate is better. DH Gate is DHK higher quality. Is better, yeah, it's much better value yeah. for the for the dollar. Yeah. We got to teach the controversy a little bit here because the guys who were sponsored by Nike have nice things to say about these jerseys. <laughs> uh, Adley Rutschman, Nolan Arenado, Ronald Acuna Jr. They had nice things yeah, to I say. Yeah, I saw Mike Trout saying stuff like those that, that seems extremely like, yeah, he didn't write that. Like, yeah. <laughs> wrote that and put it out on his Twitter. I, I'm honestly surprised that we didn't see anything like 
you know, oh, they're, they're, these guys are like have the wrong team logos on their jerseys or something. Because you remember like <laughs> at the beginning of the NFL playoffs when there would be like people getting their uh, or at the beginning of the NFL season, even when they're getting their like fanatic gear that they like mm-hmm. the merch they purchased and it would be like like a, a Jets shirt like a sweatshirt or something and then there'd just be like a Green Bay Packers logo on it that's like also <laughs> upside down because like oh they're both green somebody just like fucked this up super bad like they're yeah just constantly stuff like that I sent one to the chat this is the worst one I've seen and it's the Cubs uniform for Shota Imanaga and they're comparing the one that he wore at his press conference a month ago the oh, one that's God. on sale in the store now and it's just incredible oh, like the, the, it loses texture it loses color it loses vibrancy mm-hmm. the font looks bad the because of the way the nike logo is positioned all the lettering has to be a lot smaller yeah it's just awful garbage 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 I, they're gonna have to roll this back in the middle of the season it's gonna be a disaster like there's no way they can do a full season of this <laughs> no one's gonna buy who would buy them Honestly, like that might happen because of how fucking mad all the players are. The pitchers can't customize their pants. I they know. They need tight pants to throw the ball hard. That's part of that's part of that's how it works. I don't know. I did see a picture of Robbie Ray who has somehow figured out a way to tailor his pants as tight as possible. He's like getting them <laughs> taken in and stuff. Like he's having... yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like got like a Taylor. thread needle uh, uh, in his in his locker. Yeah. I'm just imagining him like yeah <laughs> with a fucking sewing machine in in the locker room. I'm sure it's sewing machine in the clubhouse, like uh, like the Always Sunny when they're they're working in the sweatshop. Yeah. Charlie's got like the big glasses and the bandana on. Like, can't wait to see where this goes. How shitty this gets. It'll be definitely be a even a worse, bigger disaster than all the stuff that was happening with like New Era and uh, them going off I, of unionized chops and stuff. I predict the letter will fall off someone's jersey in the season. Like, just up on their last name, one of the letters will just fall off. Oh, that should have been a good one for the predictions episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely going to happen. Yeah, if we had done the predictions episode, uh, like, a couple <laughs> days later, even. Yeah. Patreon episode, we did a predict- predictions episode. Yeah. That's an yeah. easy layup. Yeah, it'll be like a call-up. It'll be someone, like, getting, like, one of their first at-bats. And it was just, like, they were rushed to the stadium because they didn't know they were going to need him for the game until, like, the day- until, like, the last minute. And the mm-hmm. ironing pro- on process just didn't stick. And, uh, like, the K falls off in the middle of his name or something. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, the MLBPA is apparently involved, too. Players are formally how, how badly do you have to fuck up to get the fucking union involved in this shit? Ugh. As always, solidarity. I've, I've been scrolling through the Fanatics Sucks Twitter account. Oh, God. <laughs> that somebody made. And... I've been like basically scrolling on my mouse wheel the entire time we've been talking, and I only got back to like January seventeenth. <laughs> like, I only got like a month and like five minutes of talking about this and like scrolling the whole way. It's such a dog shit company. Just known this forever. Like, how much, how much more profitable can it really be for everybody? And like, really, it seems short sighted. It, it really is killing the like the goose, like killing the golden egg, the, go- the goose that lays the golden egg. Yeah, it's always been a product that costs a couple dollars to make because they can make it as cheap as possible and mm-hmm. that they can upcharge out the ass for mm-hmm. like to a ridiculous degree. I think until like fans like break that cultural habit of just buying one every year uh, until that kind of dies off. And it, 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 this could be the kind of thing that actually does kind of kill that. that finally, there will still be a bunch of Yankees fans who go out and buy a, buy one. But I haven't bought a jersey in years and years and years now. And... Yeah. Definitely, definitely won't be ever again. (laughs) 
I've got a couple, but they're all from THGate. Like again, I want to right. stress all the all the articles are about like oh these like 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 they're made in in an Asian country. Like no, they're they're made for Americans. You know, like it's been like they, that thing where like people compare like horrific uh, crime, like some horrific crime, be like well uh, what am I what am, what's the phrase I've seen people use for it? Um, something bad will happen in the U.S. and so like what are we a bunch of people from the Middle East Asians? like that kind of like yeah, reductive yeah, yeah. so an uh, American thing. thing happens Americanly in America or whatever yeah yeah, a bunch yeah. Of Asians yeah yeah it's like yep. the DHK, DHK those those products are a higher quality than what we're getting and we're yeah paying 10 times the price for it don't don't knock them I'm gonna have to actually go get a uh Nationals City Connects oh yeah <laughs> before you go can't away. actually get the real ones anymore just yeah, go get there. the doodle one do I have the doodle yeah. one it's great yeah yeah Get an Otani City Connect from the Angels last year because those were cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. President President Xi, please liberate us from yeah. DHgate. Yeah, yeah. Give or send us more DHgate. We need to do or liberate us from yeah. fanatics. <laughs> liberate us from fanatics. Yeah, just start airdropping yeah, DHgate, DHgate drops. Yeah, <laughs> like we're East Berlin. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a whole bunch of like flyers falling over us for a while that, that are yeah. like yeah rise up against fanatics do not give them a dime dh gate is coming yeah <laughs> so this is like i mean it's a, it's a thing that happens in america all the time where we just see companies go for the short-term profit and it's like apparent to absolutely everybody that it's a bad mm -hmm. idea but there's nothing we can do to stop it because there's just a couple of assholes who are like well i'm gonna get mine and get out and it's ruining it for everybody else. All the institutional power is yeah. for that one guy to do that one thing that everybody disagrees with. That absolutely yep. everybody hates. Mm -hmm. You cannot stop it. It cannot it's, be stopped. Yeah. No. But there is some hope that maybe just this once they're going to be too incompetent <laughs> to do anything about it. Uh, and that's the Oakland Athletics. We talked about this in our predictions episode but uh got some new fun developments in this the oakland athletics trying to move to vegas we all watched it just happening in slow motion without being able to stop it you know like a, like a train wreck there's nothing we could do to stop it but it looks like the a's our organization is just so incompetent that this might just fall apart completely <laughs> they might not end up moving to vegas i genuinely wish i could go back to the predictions episode and just be bolder like i was i hedged my bets a little bit i was a little bit of a coward with my prediction about them yeah because you were saying like that they you know they're just going to keep blowing past these deadlines that mlb gives them and the uh you know they're they're gonna yeah, keep my, fucking up yeah my prediction was that by the end of the baseball season we wouldn't have any clearer idea of where they are going to play in the long in the long-term future uh mm -hmm. I should have just said they're not going to go to Vegas. I should have <laughs> just said that because it does not look like that's happening. But uh, the other thing is it doesn't really look like they're going back to Oakland either. It's really just <laughs> what. No, because we're just <laughs> watching no people home. throw shit out being like, uh, I, Sacramento, can we put them in Sacramento? Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no... Salt Lake City is like yeah. gearing up. <laughs> yeah, like what can we do here? Can we just, yeah. where can we, where can we put these guys? Yeah. It'd be great to put a team that relies on ticket sales and merch sales in a city where they don't, won't sell beer. <laughs> <laughs> great idea. 
Uh, I don't know. I would like it if the next couple of years were kind of defined in sports by like these owners, like realizing that they can't do this hustle anymore. Mm-hmm. Because also it, it's like there's a lot of pushback in the last couple of weeks about like the DC hockey and basketball teams moving out of the city to Arlington. And now it's coming out. It's it sounds a little bit like Oakland where it's like, did anybody think this through? Did anybody like they didn't like talk to the legislature? They didn't like plan for the site. There's no infrastructure for public transit for the thousands of people that would be going to this. The whole thing hinges on this weird one weird guy's ideology. It's like he's he's moving them because he doesn't like that there was a restaurant next to the stadium that had like a the seats out front during the pandemic. All this weird shit. Just like it'd be great if like teams couldn't oh do this my anymore. God. If owners just realize yeah, that was the thing that came out this week because there's a, a really good like Izakaya style Japanese restaurant next to the stadium. And they put out, you know, like the little strip of like tables right. that everyone does in the curb. And the owner felt like he was getting hemmed in. And it's like a it's like a four-lane street. Yeah, was he anyway, trying to say, like, there's no room to load anything in or something, which is just, yeah. like, yeah, not true. Total idiot. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be great if, like, teams, like, cities push back on this stuff and these shithead assholes had to, like, realize that that, that grift is over. I would love that. <laughs> Before we move on, because I, I did see a, a very funny video with uh, or clip with Jeff Passan saying that the A's... Uh, the like one of his sources that's not within the A's, but is working with the A's on moving this, you know, getting the team moved to Vegas, has just said like it is complete clown show over there. It is they're mm-hmm. utterly incompetent, and nobody would be surprised if this falls apart completely. How <laughs> how do you get that many? Like I imagine there are a lot of people involved in this. How do you get that many people that don't know what they're doing? Look, I'm starting to think. Just... That Dave Cavill is not the genius that he was sold to us as. I don't know. I, I I'd be fascinated to see like the actual like hierarchy and like org chart of the people who are involved. I bet it's not as many as you'd think. I bet like a it it really only takes a couple people, uh, being like bad direct rep- managers over the people mm. over them to really tank a good project, or in this case, a very bad project. Like that just makes it even easier. What are all the things that are threatening this again? There's like. Uh, There's a lawsuit from the, I believe, the, like the teachers union in the Nevada union. that said, like, you can't like you can't use that money for this stadium because it's been promised to us. There's I don't know, just nobody he keeps Vegas... having to, like, borrow money from other people to because, yeah. like, even with the public money, he still has to kick in some mm-hmm. amount of his own money. And he's yeah. so unwilling to do that, that he's like as- apparently asking around. Yeah. to other people for it the mayor of vegas has straight up said don't come here <laughs> i swear to god if like he's if all the cost cutting means that the gap stops running their women's tall lines i'm coming for his throat yeah. <laughs> you know how hard you it is need to find that yeah i need that you know how hard it is to find good comfortable women's tall clothing it's also somewhat affordable it's mm-hmm. fucking hard okay yeah. the gap has been my go-to for a long time <laughs> Nobody else is making a boat neck striped shirt with the long sleeves, like for 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 tall women. Yeah, we need that. For, I mean, for under hundred bucks. No, they're not. Yeah, exactly. Like like that's all a problem. But then there's also the problem of where they play until the stadium, the theoretical stadium in Vegas yeah. is built. They can't even find a place to fucking do that. They apparently had a meeting with Oakland like yesterday or something to talk about extending the lease at the coliseum 
and uh re- the the reports are basically they're just like yeah Oakland tell them, told them to go fuck themselves um <laughs> but they have to stay in the bay area if they want like they don't want to renegotiate the tv broadcasting contract right and so they lose that like, money if they move yeah yeah and <laughs> they can for i think it's i have i don't know why they're not doing oracle park but i'm assuming there's a lot of logistical hurdles to that. Uh, so apparently Sacramento is probably the most likely uh, place that they will be playing next season. The super exciting city that everybody wants to go to, <laughs> Sacramento. There's definitely not any movies from like popular young directors about how much Sacramento sucks. Fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and no one wants to be there. Yeah, here's my Still solution. I very was... expensive, but also boring. Truly a great <laughs> place to put your city. I have a solution for them. Give Brent Rooker a pair of bolt cutters, and you're just going to find like a, a, a the, like like a, an hour before the game time. You're just going to have the team find like a municipal field somewhere in like the Oakland area. You're not going to bother trying to find a permit. You're just going to give Brent Rooker a pair of bolt cutters, break open the lock, run in, play your game, run out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could have guerrilla MLB games. Yeah. Yeah. People have their phones. They're, they're going to record it on that. Yeah. And the good news is, like, cops don't do anything. You get away with it for a while. <laughs> they're not going to yeah. stop it. And Manfred the other day, do you see what the, somebody asked him about this? And he was like, well, what are the options? Oh, yeah. for, and what about, you know, fa- what, what about the fans? And he's like, they, if you're in the Bay Area, they're still the Giants. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what Oakland A's fans want to hear. Like, first of all, we do have a major league team in the Bay Area. It's not <laughs> yeah. like there is not an available option. The Giants obviously still play there. Ugh. Get the fuck out of here. I do support fans who want to do that, but you want to go. You want to tell a Yankees fan to go root for the Mets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. You tell hilarious. a White Sox fan to go root for the Cubs? Kind of do. Yes, it's really funny. <laughs> Kind of do, and that can be our transition to our next topic, which is also uh, owner's stadium-related. Jerry Reinsdorf thinks he's getting a billion dollars from the city of Chicago for a new stadium, (laughs) which is so fucking funny. What what do you think you're going to get, man? Like, they're not going to be extorted for that. It's not happening. I saw Craig Goldstein point out that Jerry Reinsdorf is about to turn 88 years old. I don't know. I just don't think he's got that fight in him. This is kind of like the promise you make to like a a beloved grandparent in hospice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, grandma, we're going to go to Disneyland as soon as you're feeling better. I should have said on the predictions earlier this week, too, that like I I think that Reinsdorf is going to threaten to move the team. Like he's going to make it like I think he's kind of tried to do it in the past, but I think he's going to like really make a big. Big, yeah, big it's the only card they have year. in the situation. Yeah. 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 And like, how are you going to do that when you own another like big professional sports team in that same city? Like when you <laughs> while you still own the Bulls and you're going to be like, by the way, I'm going to take the fucking socks away from you people too. That's not going to work. <laughs> Plus, like you're 88 years old. What are you going to be like? Hey, I want to enjoy the golden years of my 90s in Salt Lake or some shit. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Here's my theory. I think that we can see it in the we can you can see this in the Bay Area. You can see it in like the D.C. Northern Virginia area. You can see it in Chicago too. There's a population influx in the last ten years as urban young urban professionals move in. That demographic does have a statistically higher number of sports ball people than the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. And I think teams haven't realized that when the sports ball people move in, 
the pressure for, by, on public officials to keep teams is lessened. Because the sports yeah. law people are all voting along, like, have you built bike lanes? Yes, no. Are you doing anything about crime? Yes, no. Mm-hmm. Did the team, like the sports team that I, I don't go to bars to watch and, and actively d- take a disinterest in, uh, did, that, did that team leave? Yes, no. Doesn't matter to them. And honestly, if you're in Chicago, a sports ball person is going to convert to one of, like, to being a sports liker. Not going to be the Sox. No, it's not going to be the Sox. They're going to be in, they're going to be in the North Side. They're going to love the Cubs. Yeah. If they pick baseball at all and not soccer. And, and let's be honest, they, they love the scarves. They're going with soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want to see, say, Chicago FC or whatever, or, you Chicago know. Chicago Fire, baby. Yeah. Let's go. And- and drink and drink a seven percent ABV IPA at six in the morning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In exactly. fairness, this is, this is all talking me into being a soccer fan too. It does sound pretty great. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I do the rugby tournament thing. I get to wake up at get to wake up at uh, eight thirty yeah. on a Saturday and be drunk by eleven a.m. on a Saturday. I feel like with like with with like Trump running against another octogenarian again, like everything. It yeah. feels like like people are like going insane in election year. It feels like 2016 is back in a big way. Totally. Yeah. In which case, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back on the record and saying and say I like IPAs again. I'm I'm, I'm no longer afraid to admit I like no. IPAs. No, they're gross. IPAs That's a bridge are back. too far. Yeah. I had a delicious IPA at a bar the other day. Did you see his fucking post uh, the other day? Trump's where it was just like Biden is not too old. He's just incompetent. <laughs> yeah, everyone was so mad at John Stewart about that. Yeah. Oh right, John Stewart's back. He said, it, that's why it's the the mid tens again. Re- oh fuck! Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want to go he was back. Technically to the gone mid-tens. by twenty sixteen. Yeah. Actually, I do want to go back to the mid tens a little bit. Just a little bit. Can I at least be like eight years younger again? Like, <laughs> if we're doing all this over, yeah. can I like be twenty-eight again, please? Like... I would love to re- redo the back half of my twenties in a slightly less miserable fashion. Yeah, yeah. Come on, please. <laughs> I'll. Yeah, you know so, what? So, yeah, we just get to watch the A's fumble towards something that you could just step in and stop. Yeah, you know, somebody could just step in and be like, no, stop this, sell the team. We're watching Jerry Reinsdorf, you know, impotently flail about and demand a billion dollars. And we could just say, no, stop this nonsense, sell the team. Yeah. Watching Trump and Biden, the <laughs> two, two people at both of their sides even kind of hate. And just like, please, yeah. like, just, just run anybody, like, especially the Democrats, like, please just run anybody but Biden. Just, just stop it. Like you're, it is within your power to stop it. Just stop it, but won't happen. And so, uh, watch, you know, uniforms that suck shit that we all knew were gonna suck shit. Everything is just in this horrible decline. That yeah, we're we're wall watching and all predicted and uh, are powerless to stop. And and like the whole time, I'm just sitting here thinking, and this is not actual. I'm not saying anyone should do this. That that one fucking dude killed Shinzo Abe and and like took down an entire Japanese political party and like. The whole legacy around him. I cannot believe how well that worked. Yeah, most most effective political assassination in a hundred years. Well, totally validated political assassination. <laughs> yeah, and once again, <laughs> again, we're not, we're not encouraging anyone not to do that. No, no, that would be that would be horrible. We no, don't do that. that. Don't don't, no. don't kill anyone. Don't spend years researching how to build your own firearm from scratch. Yeah, you don't need to do that in the U.S. Just walk down the street and you'll get a gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, you don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, you could uh you could just like take a gun to a a championship parade. Yeah, oh, but like oh that's oh, right. Oh fuck. Oh my yeah. god. Did they ever figure out what what happened there besides just like was it like a fight? It was just a fight between people. Oh my god. That's what it always is. Every Mardi Gras there is a shooting and it's always just comes down to two guys saw each other that didn't like each other. It's so dumb. Whatever. Yeah, okay, I need I need my fucking gun at this parade. <laughs> fucking cops just like not doing anything. Like once again, what's like, their job? Know, citizens stopping us, like tackling the shooters and stuff. The only thing that is surprising to me about that parade shooting was that nobody said, "Oh, like, another another transgender person shooting it up." There was not like a <laughs> lie about it being a transgender person. Their brains, their brains yeah. have not expanded far enough to account for the fact that transgender people would like sports. Yeah, I take that as a personal <laughs> failing on us that we yeah. haven't penetrated <laughs> the cultural zeitgeist enough for the yeah. for the gay. For the LGBT sports fans to be like a, a notable stereotype, yet we need to we need to get our get our, up our game. Right. Every other time they blame us, but uh, that that's been their thing for about a year or two now. But yeah, this mm-hmm. time they're like a Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> Super Bowl parade. <laughs> no one's gonna buy that. In fairness, every every trans person I know in Kansas City has now left. Yeah, they've all fled already. Yeah, they've yeah. all fled Missouri. The bummer episode. <laughs> It's a bummer world. It is. We haven't even talked about Aaron Bummer. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Let's do something a little bit less of a bummer. Um, Lauren, how's what are what are your smoked meats plans for the uh the week? Yeah, we're implementing a new segment called smoking around. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we talk. You, I'll probably leave that part in at the beginning. (laughs) If only so people can hear you being uh extremely homophobic against gay men. (laughs) Yes, yes. Jane, not me. To be clear, <laughs> to the listeners, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren innocent. Um, yeah, Lauren I've got innocent. a couple of smoking projects. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, and I think everyone who listens probably knows at this point, because I have talked about nothing fucking else for like the past two weeks. I got an indoor smoker. It's a fascinating piece of technology that filters the smoke out of the air uh, before it puts back into my apartment. So you can have an indoor smoker in in your house or apartment. And just enjoy the light smell of barbecue with no smoke downsides. Uh, it's great. It's incredible. I've made a bunch of different things on it so far. This week, again, we were anticipating snow. So I was going to like, we're going to be snowed in. I'm going to like hunker down and smoke some meats. So some little, some little projects. Uh, didn't it, Snow did not stick on the ground for even like a half second. So uh, I could theoretically go outside, but I probably won't. I'll probably still do my smoking plans. Today, I've got lined up a dozen Rappahannock oysters and some oyster mushrooms for a little... <laughs> Double play on uh, smoked oysters. It's the most Lauren thing I've ever heard. Like, I'm smoking some oysters. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, of course. They're great. They're much better smoke than the Smoke anything. Yeah. <laughs> and smoke mushrooms are awesome. Yeah. Then uh, for tomorrow, I have a tri-tip. A uh, little, 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 little small piece of tri-tip. I love a good tri-tip steak. And uh, for Monday, I have a whole chicken that I'm going to do over potatoes. Oh. I'm going to put the potatoes under the chicken and let the drippings kind of yeah. fall on those while they smoke too. Oh, I need to get one of these things. They need to move to a bigger apartment so I can get one of these things. I have a 330 <laughs> square foot studio apartment. You have no excuses. I My place is not very well laid out. <laughs> I wonder what, I think my cats would go insane if there was also <laughs> a smoker just running in here too. <laughs> It does get warm. Yeah, that is one factor with pets. I don't know if pets would like the fact that like the top and the, the side get like not like burning your hand hot, but like uncomfortable to hold your hand on it hot. 
I'd have to like put a little grate on top of there so I could like they could they could run over it. Oh yeah, they could like uh like keep like warm if they're like a like a like a couple sure inches over it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'd love that. Yeah, just also barbecue my cats while I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my my turn for the smoking around segment. Still smoking camel lights, um, like I have been for 15 years. I haven't had one in two days, but uh, Billy keeps stealing my cigarettes. My cat is constantly stealing <laughs> my cigarettes. Like, there's, I don't know, you can see the holes on the pack of oh, cigarettes wow. here. Yeah, yeah it's, that's because Billy keeps taking the pack and running <laughs> off with it. Or like I'll he have sees it like you smoking him. Yeah. yeah. No, he he doesn't though. I don't smoke inside. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like he'll like I'll like leave the pack open and he'll like take one out of it and ru- try to run away with it. You gotta um, force him to eat the whole pack so he doesn't yeah, keep gotta, doing this yeah. shit. <laughs> Only way to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my cat is 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 uh, trying to steal my cigarettes. That's my <laughs> uh, smoking around update. Steven, what kind of dicks you've been sucking lately? You gotta get your. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm hanging out with Cameron. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm hanging out with Cameron's rugby team later. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go to mailbag. Uh, Oh, one thing. I I did have one final moment of of immiseration that I thought was worth talking about. The poor Orioles had had a rough start to spring training. Oh, what's going on? Have they? It was it was like all on the first day within the span of like 40 minutes at like 7 a.m. that all these like posts came through about like. Gunnar Henderson behind schedule on his oblique injury. Mm. John Means a month behind the rest of the O's starters mm. from his injury. Their top prospect, Samuel Basalo, is hurt uh, with like a stress, fra- stress fracture in his throwing elbow. He's a catcher. That's a problem. But the big one is that Kyle Bradish was diagnosed with a UCL strain. Did they piss uh, off a and, witch or something? It's, it's got to be something like that. It's it's the worst <laughs> stretch of like opening day bad luck I've seen in a long time. That is extremely rough. Yeah. yeah. For a team that was hoping to repeat the tough division mm-hmm. well toughish uh but yeah the Kyle British one is is rough uh UCL sprain not a tear uh he's already got like a PRP injection but uh rough mm-hmm. oh god we didn't talk about Rob Manfred announcing that he's going to retire soon well like we say soon it's like 2029 or something it's like 2029 Wait. is when his is when his thing is when his uh this fucking dramatic bitch was like, oh, I'm gonna retire in five years. Well, I think it was like an off the cuff. Yeah, he said he's not gonna pursue another. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it, in whatever sense of fairness that he's owed, I think it was a press or a reporter asking about it, and him just being like, nah, it's probably gonna be tired of it by then. Oh, like sixty five or something, something like that. And the other older. thing I read around this is that like the owners probably wouldn't give him another term if he wanted it. Because they thought he was going to come in and bust the players' union a mm, lot more than yeah. he did. That he was, mm. I mean, it's he has been pretty unsuccessful in that, you know, <laughs> like the miners <laughs> unionized under him. The yeah. players got a lot of stuff that they wanted under him. They yeah. haven't, you know, they didn't institute a salary cap or the the thing that was going around this week where he's like, yeah, we pushed for a uh, well, like a signing deadline, a deadline, yeah. a signing deadline. Yeah, we pushed for a signing for like deadline. December. Yeah. Right. So that like by the middle of December everyone has to be signed or they can't be added. And like that is just such nonsense. That is like <laughs> so fucking stupid. And also like I don't think it would give I mean it would it would, you know, put all this pressure on these guys to sign, but teams are the ones that drag this out too. Mm-hmm. You know? They could they could sign guys quicker than they, they want to. Like it's not just free agents waiting until, you know, spring training 
or into spring training to get guys signed. Like the yeah. teams are also dragging their feet. I'm trying to imagine who they could bring in that would be more anti-players union than fucking Rob Manfred. And all right. I can think of was like literally like Snidely Whiplash, like the villain, <laughs> yeah. or the the villain from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, like the child snatcher. Like, how do you find someone more anti-players union than the fucking lawyer who? I, I don't know. Baffling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the guy that used like Mossad, ex-Mossad agents and stuff to spy on people. And yeah, shit. just bring yeah. in like the really? architect of the yeah. uh, of of the the, the uh, Brooks Brothers riot. It's like the, the only place they can go. Yeah, except except like I don't know, Roger Stone might be in jail by then, and uh, <laughs> and Brett Kavanaugh's already got another gig, so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they could probably just mine the Federalist Society, <laughs> like <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just like oh, like the Supreme Court and Major League Baseball Commissioner like have the same job like funnel, yeah, <laughs> the Federalist Society. But who would be a good person like who would you choose to be the next there'll be MLB. some trump judge who's like tired of not making any money in the federal like no the no, federal no i said who would them. you choose oh who would i choose yeah um, like for a good candidate or yeah just like or to con- like conclude like the progression of evil um no good guy let's go with good guy one i've got somebody in mind but i got a bad guy okay. one but you do I, your good I, guy one you know who i like honestly think it should be i think it should be paul giamatti yeah. oh 100 yes. yeah Incredible pick. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, he's got the pedigree. Like, literally his dad had <laughs> yeah. it. But his dad yeah. only had it for six months before he fucking died. But give, in that time, he banned Pete Rose. Give his son a chance to finish Rose. the job. Yeah. yeah, give his yeah, son the chance to finish the job. Get him in there. I've been listening to his podcast a little bit. And he's like, I love it. It's very funny because he's not as smart as he <laughs> as like you know I, like people who like paul giamatti might think he is because he's always playing these very erudite guys and he like, yeah. seems like fairly well read and stuff but he's still just like not that smart but he's like an actor yeah yeah he's an actor but like i think bring him in it'd be great like <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly like i don't he already has enough money you, i don't think you could get to him uh through through that through just like <laughs> paying him off and uh i don't know he seems like a good dude and he seems to be into weird stuff too. I could see him being just like, yeah, just like the most pro labor uh, commissioner <laughs> that there's ever been. Yeah, I like that. I have a pick too. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. uh, I would pick our good buddy Charles Starr. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charles, I think would do a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might make him miserable for a couple of years, but uh, I think he could do a lot of good. I think being mm-hmm. a, a Pirates fan also uniquely positions him to oh, kind hilarious. of improve the overall sport. Yeah, yeah like he's he's seen the dregs. He knows how dark it goes. We need to bring up like the floor of what a what a team should be. Like mm-hmm. we yeah, need to exactly. have like can like mechanisms in place to stop there from ever being another you know Pittsburgh Pirates twenty sixteen to present. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's the only man for the job. Uh, got a mailbag question here, Jeremy Koo. Which MLB player is most likely to fall for the fifty thousand dollars game? What's that? Oh, you're Steven's not online what? anymore. Oh man. Oh, buddy. So, <laughs> yeah, two days ago, I think it was, there there was this was it New York Times? It was like the New York no, Times. No, it was like the New York Times magazine, the cut, which is like yeah, the cut. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the like somebody who's written like financial advisor stuff for the New York Times. Yeah. Like their financial advisor columnist. That's her beat. Uh, beat. Yeah. Yeah, that's her beat. She wrote a personal essay for the cut 
about how she got scammed out of fifty thousand dollars by somebody pretending to be like from Amazon's customer service department and being like, "There's been some like fraud going on with your account. The government's about to lock your account, lock your uh, or freeze your assets and blah 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 all this stuff," and convinced her that the FTC and the CIA. We're working on this like massive fraud thing, and then she needed to go get fifty thousand dollars out of her bank account in cash and put it in a shoebox and give it to an undercover CIA agent. And, and she, she did, it. did it. Yeah, and she did yeah. it. So and... this is the story. This is the 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 background. Yeah. To the me the thing I've been seeing, or like I would never get scammed. Or yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. Okay. And uh, I don't think it's true. Being... I think... Yeah, and yeah. a whole bunch of people being like, no, you, you know what? Like, a lot of smart people don't think they could ever get scammed, and then they get scammed. Like, <laughs> oh, you think my favorite one was the guy that's like, oh, what, you think you're smarter than Andy Cohen? I'm like, yeah, I do think I'm smarter than Andy <laughs> Cohen. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah I don't I've think, watched I don't a lot of, like, Real Housewives reunions. I know I'm smarter than that man. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's vulnerable with scams on some level. Uh, but sure. 50 grand, very few people are 50 yeah. grand. Yeah, level. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, and, like. Famously, the government always warns you before they freeze your assets. Like, I'm not going to get scammed out of that. And like, yeah, the minute somebody is like, okay, I just, like, I'm from Amazon customer service. Like, no, that's not how that works. They're not calling me. They don't. They don't want to use any sort of labor on on calling people. It's never going to happen. No. Well, every single like bank and business says. We never call you because for this <laughs> yeah, exact reason. Exactly. And yeah. like, yeah. you're the personal like you know financial literacy whatever columnist come on how did you fucking fall for this and you know the the answer is that she's just a dumb rich kid and like yeah. uh you know she inherited millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever and so she think and so that convinced a lot of the dumbest people that she's smart that like yeah yeah like oh she look at her she well, if she's so dumb why does she have millions of dollars well because somebody gave it to her and she's giving it she out in shoeboxes. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jeremy asked us which MLB player is most likely to fall for the $50,000 scam. Um, just about all of them. Most of them. Um, my initial thought on this was Jock Peterson. But then I thought, but then I went, thought about it for a second. And I was like, you know what? He's already fallen for like five crypto crypto rug pulls there's no way <laughs> that he does, he's not kind of inoculate the scams at this point he's got a cyber truck yeah 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 that's i mean but they're like you know you're going to a, a, a shop or you know and buying something that's different than like getting yeah, scammed yeah. Yeah, yeah he also has i think his wife i've seen her instagram she seems kind of pretty on the ball of the two okay. of them i think she would pull him back from it yeah yeah i feel like all the all the players who wouldn't fall for the scam would will only be saved by the grace of their partners being like, no, don't do this. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. In most relationships, the athlete should not be the one of the two who handles like the finances. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, but uh, uh, Lauren, you're infantilizing them. That's that's a power <laughs> dynamic. No, that's no good. We gotta cancel you. Yeah, it's basically like being a pedophile yes. if you say that. <laughs> I'm infantilizing all money. I'm absolutely vandalizing professional athletes. You, you, we have, we have talked about this for years. Yeah, we, should, we, we should not be allowed to handle this. their own money. Yeah, <laughs> but who for is the falling most for part, it though? Like, let's give it. Let's get a specific though. Like, who is the most likely? I'm trying to think of which MLB players did like NFTs 
sponsorships. Shohei Otani. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but I mean, like, it, on some level, he just got paid up front for that. Like, I, right. I don't yeah, think right. that was necessarily like a buy-in, actually. Mm-hmm. Was it Bryce Harper who was really into the cupping thing for, like, he was one of the bandwagoners for that? Oh, like, okay. the weird, uh, like, health. I'm trying to think about all my himbos and, like. Who have you seen like... wearing, like, a copper bracelet? Oh, almost all of those guys, too. Yeah. Uh, Alec Bohm, I think, would be the most likely Philly. Yeah. Yeah, somebody somebody uses the AI to replicate Bryce Harper's voice. And it's like, Alec, I need you to put $50,000 in his shoebox. Alec Bohm is the, is the most likely Philly because I think he is the dumbest one without a significant other. He's single, okay. so he doesn't have a wife to talk him out of it. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going down the list here. Um Cody Bellinger? Uh, uh, uh maybe. I was gonna say Adley Rushman's like a kind of a goofy young guy, but he's a, yeah. I think cashers are a little too savvy. Yeah, I think so. Harvey Carroll, maybe. No, again, he's he's pretty clever. I don't know. Yeah, if you're like a you know, a good base runner, I feel like it'd be hard to trick you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> de- like definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe Christian Walker. Blake Snell has a I've been scammed a bunch of times goatee. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He's that's, also that's a Florida goatee. Guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a goatee of a guy that's gotten scammed. Florida Florida, like you, you just can't get off the plane without someone trying to hustle you for like a with like an NFT grift or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The closer yeah. you get to Miami, the like the, the denser the scams get. <laughs> yeah. Everybody <laughs> on the it, Miami the is like the black hole of scams. Yeah. Everybody on the Miami Miami Marlins has been has fallen for this exact scam. Like, yeah, a bunch of times. <laughs> there are a lot of shoe boxes that are from like, you know, a pair of spikes that have had fifty thousand dollars <laughs> someone says they're gonna get like a custom car just give me the money up front you're gonna get like yeah. those spider things that are like the open back cars that are like a tri- tripod thing yeah yeah we're gonna get, we're gonna make the doors open so stupid on this thing like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be the dumbest ugliest oil slick paint job you've ever seen in your life yeah oh no it's exactly what you need in miami Everybody, it's kind of like a rite of passage when you get acquired by the the Marlins, is to get scammed out of like yeah. you need a, you like you need a, a a ride for Miami, you know it has to have gullwing doors, it has to have like an oil slick paint job, yeah yeah yeah. It has to be way too shiny. Yeah. yeah. What about what about former players? Oh well, um, um, Micah Johnson think... was apparently a big NFT guy. <clears throat> If you remember Micah Johnson from the Dodgers from a couple of years ago, yeah, I was I was googling. He had a, a, a an NFT character called Aku, which is a young boy wearing an astronaut's helmet. Great. That apparently Trevor Noah and Tyra Banks both bought him on. Great. <laughs> you really you really want that collection of people in your corner when you're doing something with money? Yeah. Then again, he's doing the hustle here. He's not getting hustled. Yeah, so just another saying, piece so. of evidence that. Like Trevor Noah was not the guy to replace John Stewart. No, <laughs> like you're you're fucking getting doing NFT scams, like like falling for it as a rich guy. Come on, come on, you're too stupid for that job. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's a good spot to end it though. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Go sign up for our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Batting Around. We just had an episode where we did we alluded to it a couple times this episode, but we just did one where we uh. All gave our predictions for the 2024 MLB season. I think it's a really, really good one. Um, imagine that. We're talking about baseball in a bonus episode. 
I was going to say, crazy, don't crazy. go into the bonus episodes expecting they're all going to be about baseball. That's pretty it's, much the only one that's rare. about baseball. <laughs> At least like a year. Yeah, right. We do couch it around once a month on our bonus episodes, though. And on that, we generally are talking about baseball movies, TV shows. We'll have one of those coming out next week where we're talking about some baseball episodes of American Dad. Yeah, Jane is so excited to get us to watch American Dad. I am excited for you guys to watch it. It's a really good show. I know a lot of people have years. Yeah, I know a lot of people extremely biased against Seth MacFarlane, but that's a good show because he's he just does some voices on it. That's it. So okay, battingaround.com or excuse me, Patreon.com/slash battingaround. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye. Take it easy, honey. Catch me towing the line, lost in a rollout play, stuck in a video game, armed with a safety. Overly confident, my skin is airy. Thin.